The History of Valentines Lupercalia was an ancient pagan festival held each year in Rome on February the 15th. Lupercalia was a bloody, violent, and sexually charged celebration awash with animal sacrifice, random matchmaking, and coupling in the hopes of warding off evil spirits and infertility, per history.com. As a fertility rite, the festival is also associated with the god Faunus. Faunus is one of the oldest Roman deities, a legend, a king of the Latins. He was a god of prophecy, the horned god of the forests, plains, and fields, who made cattle fertile. Britannica.com states, each Lepercalia began with the sacrifice of the Luperci of goats and a dog, after which two of the Luperci were led to the altar. Their foreheads were touched with a bloody knife, and the blood was wiped off with wool dipped in milk. The ritual required that two young men laugh. The sacrificial feast followed, after which the Luperci cut thongs from the skins of the sacrificial animals and ran in two bands around the Palatine Hill, striking with the thongs at any woman who came near them. A blow from the thong was supposed to render a woman fertile. In 494 AD, the Christian church under Pope Gelasius appropriated the form of the rite as the feast of the purification. What? Roman women welcomed the touch of their hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year. The Roman romantics were drunk. They were naked, says Noel Linsky, a historian at the University of Colorado at Boulder. Young women would actually line up for the men to hit them. Linsky says they believe this would make them fertile. Historians note the festival was observed from February the 13th to the 15th. The Lupercalia festival was also called Deus Februtus, from Februa, meaning purification. The god Februs was the god of purification and is where the naming for the month of February came from. The Lupercalia festival came from the Greek festival called the Orcadian Lycaea Wolf Festival, where they worshipped the Lycaean Pan God. To begin the festival, members of the Luperci, an order of Roman priests, would gather at a sacred cave where the infants, Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or lupa. The priest would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification, per history.com. Lupercalia was celebrated in Italy, and historians note Augustus, the first emperor of Rome, and Julius Caesar using the festival during their time as leaders. William Shakespeare's play, Julius Caesar, begins during the Lupercalia. Mark Anthony is instructed by Caesar to strike his wife, Calpurnia, in the hope she'll be able to conceive. The festival and its rituals gave its name to the month of February. The Roman god, Fribris, embodied the month in purification. After February was added to the Roman calendar, Febra occurred on its 15th day. Of its various rituals, the most important came to those of the Lepercalia, Per Alberta, Mildred, Franklin, the Lepercalia, Columbia University.
When Pope Galatius came to power in the late 5th century, he put to an end the celebration of Lupercalia. Soon after, the Catholic Church declared February the 14th to be a day of feast to celebrate the martyred St. Valentine. The Catholic Christian Church recognizes different saints named Valentine or Valentinus. Two of the Valentines were Christian miracle workers who were killed by the emperor Claudius in the third century. They were considered martyrs, and Pope Galatius wanted to replace the Lupercalia festival, so he established February the 14th as St. Valentine's Day. NPR.org states, Their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. Later, Pope Galatius muddled things in the 5th century by combining St. Valentine's Day with Lupercalia to expel the pagan rituals. But the festival was more of a theatrical interpretation of what it had once been. Linsky adds, it was a little more of a drunken rebel, but the Christians put clothes back on it. That didn't stop it from being a day of fertility and love. Around the same time, the Normans celebrated Galatians Day. Galatian meant lover of women. That was likely confused with St. Valentine's Day at some point, in part because they sound alike. As the years went on, the holiday grew sweeter. Saucer and Shakespeare romanticized it in their work, and it gained popularity throughout Britain and the rest of Europe. Handmade paper cards became the tokens de jour in the Middle Ages. NationalGeographic.com states, the first Valentine's Day card dates to 1415 when the Duke of Orleans sent a card to his wife while he was a prisoner in the Tower of London. In the United States, Valentine's cards didn't gain popularity until the Revolutionary War when people took up a habit of writing handwritten notes to their sweethearts. It was only in the 1900s that cards were mass produced for this holiday. Valentine's Day began as a Lupercalia festival, a pagan fertility celebration which came from the Greek festival Arcadian Lycaea, a wolf festival to worship the Lycaean pan god. And prior to the Greeks, there's Babylon, the Tower of Babel, where the descendants of Ham and Japhet took part in. Cupid is a Roman god from the Greek god of love called Eros. History.com states, according to the Greek archaic poets, Eros was a handsome immortal who played with the emotions of gods and men, using golden arrows to incite love and leading ones to sow aversion. It wasn't until the Hellenistic period that he began to be portrayed as this mischievous chubby child he'd become on the Valentine's Day cards. Valentines and Cupids are all from Roman pagan gods and roots with pagan gods and roots from the Greeks with pagan gods and roots from Babylon, the Tower of Babel. Israelites, these are not our holidays and of course not our God. Yah warns us, Leviticus 19 and 4, turn you not into idols nor make to yourselves molten gods. I am Yah, your God. Second Chronicles 24, 18. And they left the house of Yah of their fathers and served groves and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this, the trespass. Isaiah 2, 18. And the idols he shall utterly abolish. 
Valentine's Day revenue over the years, $18.6 billion in 2013, $17.3 billion in 2014, $18.9 billion in 2015, $19.7 billion in 2016, $18.2 billion in 2017, $19.6 billion in 2018, $20.7 billion in 2019, $27.4 billion in 2020, and 2021 is expected to be over $20 billion in Valentine's Day sales. Keep your money and ignore these pagan-rooted holidays. Revelations 20 and 12. And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books according to their deeds. As we seek truth, please seek truth with us. Please send questions or comments to info at truthwars.com or come at here. We don't claim to know everything. We just seek the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that knows everything. Let truth roar. Let truth reign. Let truth speak. And let truth set you and your entire family free. Truth roars. Truth reigns. Truth speaks. Truth sets me free. Please see a podcast disclaimer at truthwars.com.